Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't believe we've arrived at the final church appearance of this season um i love talking football with you though like we should do that more often than just talking fantasy because you know that fantasy for me is down the list a little bit but not this year charge i've told everybody i am in the final two in one of your guillotine leagues i love it i love it that's um it's 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 not easy to do it in the guillotine league that means you've survived 16 weeks in which you could have been eliminated it's the playoffs every week in this format and here you are still alive i made it to you know thanksgiving then i bowed out and you're you're still going my man i love it that's uh and your team's not bad obviously it's good at this point you know they're you know i've had a couple of as you described them near-death experiences uh but somehow gotten through including last weekend it came down to that giant eagle game, and I had to make the decision to to to, to pick uh, either Saquon Barkley or, or or DeAndre Swift. And if I had picked Swift, I think I would have lost by like a tenth of a point. And I picked Barkley, wow. and that touchdown in the second half was monstrous. And the two point conversion helped me as well. I didn't even realize that. You know, 
I, I, I have not kept, you know, a, a real close watch of the scoring or even the money associated with this league, although you did tell me the other day um, that it'll be nice and profitable for me and that at least I've gotten back yes. my investment uh, so far. Yeah. So, yes. um, not, look, it will be- not be an IRS uh, situation, to be clear. No. So before we get to some of the big questions for people in their final playoff week or final guillotine chopped week, let me get specific on on my team and ask you a couple of questions. So right. I added Matt Stafford, um, you know, it's to my roster. I wanted the flexibility mm-hmm. of a Stafford, Mahomes, Lawrence at quarterback. Lawrence obviously yeah. is iffy against Carolina. They have to have that game. Part of me thinks that if he plays in that game, that he could end up having a big game for them against Carolina at home. Um, I've got Mahomes against Cincinnati. We've seen he's been very little help to me here recently. And then Stafford and that that Rams offense is as hot as any in the league right now. So what would you do? I have Stafford ranked sixth, and I have Mahomes ranked seventh. So they are you are in coin flip territory. Trevor Lawrence is not even on the radar for this. He's quarterback 15 right now. The only thing Carolina has done well as an organization this year has been stop the pass. So we're not going to we're not going to monkey with that especially with Lawrence he's got three different injuries he's trying to work through right now. So let's talk Stafford for a second. You will almost never see a season cleaved in two parts like Matthew Stafford's the dividing line happened between games nine and 10 in those first nine games, Matthew Stafford was one touchdown per game. He ranked his fantasy quarterback 23 right between Desmond Ritter and Mac Jones, both of whom would be benched multiple times later in the season. And since that first nine games, uh, games 10 forward, Matthew Stafford is quarterback two right between Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. He's averaging 280 passing yards and 2.8 passing touchdowns per game. He gets the Giants this week. They are, they, on paper, they look like a middle-of-the-pack secondary, but good passers, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Josh Allen, Brock Purdy twice, good passers are averaging 312 and 2.1 touchdowns. It's a very nice opportunity for Stafford here. I'm a little bit concerned about this game, and I'll tell you why. A lot of the things that I do when I put my fantasy team together is I incorporate the gambling contrarian takes that I have. The Rams are going to be a massive public play this week against the Giants. They're laying a perceived short number. It's five and a half. I'm probably going to have the Giants plus the five and a half on my weekly smell test, which is, I think we've talked about this Mm -hmm. before, but it's a contrarian kind of handicapping thing, which, by the way, has won 14 of 18 years that I've done it. But but besides that, um, I, I look at that and I'm wondering, could this be the week that the Rams end up struggling here and they end up in, you know, a 1917 game. Maybe they win it. I have Nakua and Cup as well. So, like, okay. if I go with That's Stafford, I'm going all in on a team that I'm probably going to be betting against on Sunday. That concerns well, okay. me. The, the betting angle does not matter here, but what does is – you are in a guillotine league championship in which the rosters are insane. They're so good at this point. You have to have lightning strike in a big way. 
you know, you need to have, you know, by our scoring system, you know, 130 points before you start to feel comfortable with what, you know, with your, your chances. I mean, the team you're facing is going to be starting Jalen Hurts, CeeDee Lamb, Debo Samuel, Devonta Smith, um, you know, maybe Amari Cooper coming off a 200-yard game. We can talk about him uh, for tonight's action. So, I mean, you Christian McCaffrey, you have to, you know, you need, you kind of need something special to happen. And so I, I don't think there's a problem with going, bundling up Stafford and Nakua, for example. You know, you could do both Nakua and uh, Cup if you wanted to, but maybe uh, maybe you don't go all three deep. Yeah, I mean, not that we're, we need to take up this thing right now, but I would beg to differ on the gambling angle. Just from my standpoint, I think the Rams are in a bit of trouble Sunday. So I look at that, and I think actually this could be a breakout game for Kansas City against Cincinnati Sunday. They oh, have for to. Sure. So, yeah, they have to let, win. Let's talk it through. And, and it's not just that they have to beat Cincinnati. They've got to look good doing it. Now, it could be that that something's seriously wrong with the Chiefs and we're going to find that out and they're going to lose to Cincinnati and 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 you know and I'll be out. But I I I still think Mahomes has a chance. I've got Kelsey and 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 the Cleveland tight end Najoku as my two as my two tight ends. You don't have a problem with either one of those, do you? Do you think I should start Evan Ingram for either one of those two? No, and I don't I'll, I'll tell you why. And I'm 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 with you on the. I think the bounce back's coming for the Chiefs because this Cincinnati defense is so ratty. Get this: over the past five weeks, Cincinnati's allowed the most passing yards. Here's the quarterbacks that have fueled them to the bottom ranking over the last five weeks. Opposing quarterbacks: Mason Rudolph, Nick Mullins, Gardner Minshew, Kenny Pickett. And half a game of Trevor Lawrence and half a game of C.J. Beathard. Those guys have powered Cincinnati to the 32nd ranking in passing yards allowed. Here comes Patrick Mahomes. And they're terrible against tight ends. You're talking about Travis Kelsey. Here's where the Bengals rank against tight ends. Fantasy points allowed, second most. Receptions allowed to tight ends, second most. Receiving yards allowed to tight ends, the most. So there's a, there's a huge opportunity here for Mahomes and Kelsey. So... Totally cool if you want to put in Mahomes. Like I said, I got him, I got him right next to Stafford. But I, no way would I bench Kelsey in this matchup. You've got to, you've got to go with Kelsey in the bounce-back opportunity here. I think so, too. My running backs are interesting. I've got, I've got Alvin Kamara. I've got DeAndre Swift. I've got Saquon Barkley. And, you know, Javante Williams I've been looking at very seriously here because of Russell Wilson not playing – and the opponent mm-hmm. that they're playing in the Chargers. Um, what, what do you? I mean, right now my 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 preference is to to to, to play DeAndre Swift against Arizona. By the way, Barkley yeah, got banged up a little bit in the game <laughs> on Sunday, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and and thinking that it might be Kamara and Swift for me. It's Kamara and Swift. They're both in my top five at the yeah. running back position this week. Uh, you know, for, for Swift, you know, it's Arizona, so it kind of writes itself. And by the way, they may miss maybe missing two defensive linemen, Xavier Collins and Jonathan Ledbetter. They may both not go in this one. Cardinals have allowed the fourth most rushing touchdowns uh, and the second most rushing yards of the position. So yeah, you got to start Swift. And for Kamara, you know, he has a, he has a nice track record against the division rival Bucks. 
but they're getting killed through the air. And he's been so active through the air. At least uh, at least five receptions in seven of 12 games this year. He's failed to catch fewer than three payouts, and he's caught at least three in every game. Um, so there's there's a lot of opportunity here for Kamara as well, especially through the air. So I think I you, you like got to get the Saints in. to play well too um, against <laughs> Tampa. Tampa, by the way, I don't mm-hmm. think people have paid attention to how well they've been playing and how well coached they are specifically on defense. But I don't know. This feels like you know that this NFC South is going to come down to the final week, and Tampa could theoretically clinch it with a win over the Saints and with an Atlanta loss um, on mm-hmm. Sunday. The Falcons play um, – uh, who do the Falcons play? I'm forgetting now. Falcons have uh, – I've got it right in front of me, it's and a, usually, I, you know. They're an, under, they're an underdog Falcons have the in Bears. the game. They've got the Bears. Yeah, they've got the they Bears. they got the Bears. Bears? Yeah, right. Yeah. Bears defense. They're an underdog in Chicago, a Bears team that's played they could be. exceptionally well down the stretch on defense uh, in particular. Um, all right, so mm-hmm. – uh, the only other, the only other possibility, um, by the way, for me that I just wanted to throw out to you is just, I do have Rashi Rice, you know, he's been good for me here recently and it's Cooper cup, Nakua and Tariq Hill right now as the two wide receivers. And I'm using Nakua as the flex, uh, and Nojoku as a flex. Would you put Rice in for either Nojoku yes. or, or Nakua? Yes. Over Nojoku. I would. You would. Um, or, yeah, I would. Here's the thing. Since, we, you know, he's come on so strong. Since week 12, he's third in the league in targets. He's called in at least six catches in five straight games, and he's scored in three of the five games. Cincinnati giving up 176 yards per game to opposing wide receivers. That's sixth most in the league. And the only, the only receiver you can rely on to get part of that 176 is Rasheed Rice. Um, and his one-on-one matchup against Chidobe Awuzie is pretty positive. He just got gassed for 123 yards and a score against Pittsburgh. So I I like Rice here quite a bit. He's inside my top ten at the wide receiver position. So the yeah, only I thing about Najoko is that he's become a Flacco favorite here. I mean, he has, he has you know in the. And, and they're playing the Jet defense, which is a big concern here tonight mm-hmm. on, on short rest. I could see a low-scoring Cleveland win here, which which is probably why it makes sense with Rice. But he had 14 yep. targets two weeks ago, nine targets last week. Um, the first three games that he came in, I think Flacco came in on, uh, it's it's like a, a combined like 30 targets in the three games against Chicago, Jacksonville, and I think it was the Rams they played first. I mean, Flacco yeah, and, loves him a good tight end. Always has. And, and you know, the Jets are so good at those outside cornerbacks, right? So if Amari Cooper even plays in this game, you know, he's got this brutal matchup against Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed on the outside. So path of least resistance is the middle of the field. And that's, you know, that's going to be in Joku territory, along with uh, Elijah Moore, by the way. Sneaky, nice, sneaky betting opportunity on Elijah Moore as well. Um, but these are the kind of problems you've got in a guillotine league when you've got a superstar roster where you know, everybody's a good player with, with intriguing, positive matchups. And, you know, Njoku is, has got some safety to him, but the Jets' defense in totality is obviously really, really good. And, he might give you more downside than some of the other players you'd have to consider benching. I just, I think if it comes down to Rice versus Njoku, 
I think I'm I think I'm playing Rice here, even though you're already going to have Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes in your lineup. Njoku might be a, might be Flacco's best or most talented tight end that he's ever had. I mean, you know, the Dennis Pittas and the you know the Max yeah. Williamses, the, the guys that he would always hit in big clutch situations. They're nowhere near as talented as Njoku uh, is. Um, no, no. Right. Uh, I'm an underdog, you right? right? About that. <clears throat> I'm an underdog in this final yeah. matchup. Slight underdog, yeah. Uh, you know, your opponent has been the best team in the league. Uh, he's mm-hmm. been the high-scoring team five different weeks out of eighteen. Uh, you were the high-scoring team once this year, so yeah, I yeah. think you're the you're the slight underdog when you're when you're facing Jalen Hurts, Christian McCaffrey, C.D. Lamb, Debo Samuel. Yeah, you you might be the underdog here. Uh, so just tell me real quickly the Thursday night game, the last one of the year. Can't believe we're here already. The last Thursday night game of the year. Um, it's that jet defense, and it's nasty. We understand mm-hmm. that. But Flacco has been – I think he – since taking over, I think he's number one in the league in yards, number one in touchdowns. Um, yep. You know, he's got comeback player of the year written all over him uh, at this point. So what would you do if you had Flacco tonight versus some others? Where do you have him ranked? Um, I got him pretty low. Uh, quarterback 13, you know, which is obviously he's been playing at quarterback one, two, three level. So I, I think, I think the other shoe drops here and less about Joe Flacco playing badly. It's going to be because Kevin Stefanski is going to do what he loves to do and run the ball. When you're facing the jets, it's just so much easier to run the ball. I mean, Stefanski loves it anyway. He runs the, at the fourth highest rate in the NFL anyway, although that's changed a lot lately with, uh, with Flacco's success. But the Jets see the second most rushes, 31 per game, Kevin, and the third highest run rate. So I just think the path of least resistance is going to be all about Hunt. It's going to be about Jerome Ford. Those guys are sitting on potentially really nice games. They have not run the ball that. well since Flacco came in. They've done all their damage through the air. Yeah, and I see the reversal coming. I just think this is this is the way this thing sets up. This is going to be an opportunity for Flacco to not have to throw his arm out of socket yeah. like they have been doing, and for those guys to get the running game going. And just knowing Stefanski and what he wants to do, that's I mean that's just the ideal scenario for him. So I see I see a week off on volume coming from Flacco here. I haven't looked at the odds recently, Denton. I would assume Dan Campbell's going to be is the favorite to win the Coach of the Year, right? But how close is Stefanski? Because he certainly deserves a lot of consideration. He's on his fourth quarterback, and they're going to clinch a playoff berth more likely than not tonight. It's uh, Stefanski should be right in this conversation and maybe number one. Because what has Dan Campbell had to overcome this year? Not the loss of his starting And they were picked to win the That's- division. Right. You know, he's just he all he's doing is holding serve. He's got the best team in he's got the best roster in the division. Um, didn't have to face Kirk Cousins. It's turned out to be uh, you know, it's turned out that all he's really done is is held serve. And so I'm with you. I think I think Stefanski has done more with less. And the fact that he's injected Flacco into this offense so seamlessly when he couldn't when, you know, guys like Deshaun Watson were failing him. Your starter was failing. Um, and he was able to get this out of Flacco and get this team to uh, into a playoff spot and really be a team to who wants to face the Browns right now in the AFC. Nobody. And you know. And by the way, one more thing on this: look at the other teams in the AFC that are around the Browns for in 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 playoff positioning. 
They're teams that have their healthy starting quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Tua and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, but not the Browns. They're on their fourth quarterback, and they're right there with the rest of those teams in the AFC. You've convinced me. You've convinced me, and and I'll add this. I I watched one of his press conferences recently after one of the games. He's a very impressive guy. I did not know that much about Kevin Stefanski. I know that you know much more than I do because he was the offensive coordinator in Minnesota, uh, and that got him the job in Cleveland. He is He's an Ivy League guy. He's very smart, but he's very, very humble. He just comes across as very bright. And right now, like they went to the playoffs and nearly beat Kansas City in that first year with him as a head coach. Yes. Remember, they had a chance in that game. And here he is on quarterback number four, leading them to, to a potential 12-win season um, and the playoffs. He is very impressive. I, did you did you feel that way when he was in he was in Minnesota for a long time? Long time here. And um and let me I you and I, just by virtue of all the radio we've done, we've had we've had opportunities to interact with many coaches. Many. So when I say this, what I'm about to say, you know, understand that you know, we've run into a lot of people and you get a chance to evaluate a lot of people. Devin, Kevin Stefanski is as impressive a coach as I have ever, in totality, that I've ever worked with, better than the head coaches the Vikings have had in almost every regard. So there are a lot of the reasons that you talked about. He's so smart, so level-headed. He's such a good motivator of people. He's, got, he's, the, he's today's kind of head coach and how he interacts with players. He knows how to empower players without it undermining your position as an authority figure. Stefanski is everything you want a coach to be. And I, I'm so happy for his success. I was so nervous about what Deshaun Watson might do to him. Um, even though it was ultimately, I don't think his choice. I think it was, you know, I think that came from ownership and from the general Certainly manager. The contract was ownership's worried. choice. Yeah, exactly. Right. They had to sign off on that. Um, I just, I love what he's done there. And he's just, he's, such an impressive individual. I hope he wins coach of the year because he should. He should win coach yeah, of the year. Yeah, and I season. hope that they make a run because he is – I didn't know much about him, but I, I just watched this one press conference. It was after the game uh, when they beat um, they beat somebody a couple of weeks ago. Flacco threw like f- three touchdowns in the fourth quarter or whatever, and they came back and beat um, – Whoever Jacksonville, it was the Jacksonville game, and I and I watched yeah. his presser because they're all available as as most of you know on the team's websites. And I'm like, this dude is so smart. He's so, as you said, level headed. Uh, I can only imagine how much players probably love playing for him. Uh, he's done a phenomenal job. He deserves it. All right, um, we've got a couple minutes here uh, left. So, give me the other significant topics for those that are you know, in their championship game or maybe next to, to, yeah, to last I, weekend of the I, season? I think the, the big storyline today for, with immediate need is what to do about Brees Hall tonight. He's coming off a gigantic game last week, 191 total yards and two scores for the Jets. Uh, Trevor Simeon, in his first start, threw to him 16 times last week. Against but Washington. That was a Washington, correct. I mean, that puts an asterisk on the whole thing. And the week yeah. before, Brees Hall had 12 rushing yards and six receiving yards. So, you know, he daggered owners the week before that. 
Brown's run defense is so good. They rank number one in run stuff win rate by ESPN. And the Jets rank 31st in run blocking win rate by ESPN. The last three teams to face Cleveland have run for an average of 47 yards as a team, all positions. That's it. And so if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna divvy up 47 yards, most of it will go to Brees Hall. But it's still it's like sitting on like a 40 yard gain. I don't I wouldn't go here. Your your glimmer of hope is that Cleveland has a lot of rushing touchdown in six of the last seven. So maybe he finds his way into the end zone here. But opposing lead backs have just gotten hammered for three straight weeks against the Browns, and I I don't like Brees Hall here. What about Amari Cooper? Massive game, record-setting franchise performance game last week yeah. in Houston, but he is a little bit banged up, right? Yeah, this heel injury is real, but dude is so tough, Amari Cooper. They could amputate his foot during the coin toss, and I and Cooper would end up playing. You know, the catch for him is going to be he runs predominantly from the outside, and that's going to put him on Sauce Gardner. And how good is Sauce Gardner? Get this. Since week three, Sauce Gardner giving up an average of one catch for 12 yards in his coverage. I mean, it's, those are insane numbers. And you're probably thinking to yourself, well, okay, Charge, you stupid moron. They'll just put Cooper on the other side of the field. But the problem is D.J. Reed is on the other side of the field, and he's almost as yeah. good since the opener. Yeah. He's allowing one touchdown since the opener and an average game of two catches for 23 yards. There's just nowhere to hide for Amari Cooper in this game. So I think there's a lot of reason to be cautious on Cooper this week. We're not going to chase last week's box score. Do the 49ers bounce back against that horrific Washington defense that Brees Hall lit up, uh, that Trevor Simeon had a good game against? Is this a bounce-back opportunity for Brock Purdy? Yeah, massive one. He's my number one-ranked quarterback for this week. Uh, because, your team of the, because of the opponent so primarily, right? Yes. It, it, well, I mean, and, and, and Purdy had been playing really well until last week. And even two of those four interceptions were a 100% not on Brock Purdy. But, you know, your team is, has now fallen to the point where it's dead last in fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks, dead last in touchdowns allowed, dead last in passing yards allowed. And, by the way, 30th in depth of target, so big plays against your defense and well as well. So, and, and holding Trevor Simeon relatively in check last week does not count. So, you know, we, we, we give no credit for that. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a big game coming for Purdy and Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, yeah. Uh, you're the best. This is always so much fun. I can't believe that the season is over. I appreciate all that you've done. Happy New Year. I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, you know, I, I, I want to call you back just to talk some ball, which we can do at, at, at yeah, various times during yeah. the year, too. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk in the playoffs. You know, at least once or twice, and just talk through playoff nice. games and stuff. That'd be a blast. Uh, thank you, as always. You are the best, my friend. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Paul Charchian at Paul Charchian on Twitter. Uh, you can get information about all of his leagues. Uh, some Denton news when we come back. Kevin Sheehan show the team nine eighty. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 